Machination Log for April 19th, 2016. This is David Paddock. And across from me, I have Nicole. Hello. And to our virtual right, we have Jacob Paddock. Ketone Crew. Excellent. Woo-hoo. Rep, rep. So this is check-in number four. How's everybody doing? Uh, I... This week was trying, and it made it trying to stay in compliance with with the diet. I I did make I did make a make good efforts, but I also I also fell off the wagon a few times due to a whole number of circumstances. This is the same kind of stuff that keeps you from uh, getting good night's sleep and exercise and all that jazz normally. Okay, I I don't remember the last time I didn't have a good night's sleep. Like, ah. I do not have trouble falling asleep at night. That has been new within the last 10 years because I had tons of trouble sleeping the first 20 years of my life <laughs> and virtually zero. Like, ze- I fall asleep through everything. Lou leaves the TV on. All- I-, I will sleep through, like, when I'm tired, done. What do you attribute this somnambulatory success to? That was um, completely the wrong fancy word. But yeah, we'll I know, and it. I don't know if I want to disclose that either, so. <laughs> Better left unsaid. Jacob, how's your compliance? What's your percentage? Uh, I'd say I'm probably at 95. I had, like, my first non-diet meal because, uh, I was working with a crew on one of my jobs, and uh, we went to a pizza buffet, and I had a bunch of Hawaiian pizza. That sounds awesome. But was we- what was weird about it is usually when I eat pizza, I eat about an entire pizza, like what should be consumed by a family of four, I eat by myself, and then I'm hungry like 20 minutes later. I had like four slices of Hawaiian and I didn't eat for the rest of the day. Did that your, was at like noon. Did your, I was full. Did your stomach I was full start to hurt day. like immediately? No. Okay. But I had a headache the next day. Okay. See, that's so. So coming off the diet, like the weekend was a little hard because we did Ethiopian and on Friday, and because I knew I wasn't going to have time to cook, I bought Ethiopian for the whole week, like weekend too, just to keep reheating. What's in Ethiopian? Ethiopian actually would be fine, like within the diet compliance, because it's all meat like meat curries and vegetables with the caveat that everything is served on the largest, flattest, spongiest piece of weird sourdough bread that is specific to Ethiopia called injera. Um, And they don't give you utensils. So you have to pick up all the food with the bread if you plan on getting it to your mouth. I, um, I do have a friend that brings the plastic knives and forks when he goes to get Ethiopian, and I do eat it with a fork when I get home, but at the restaurant, you're out of luck. Like, there's no silverware there. Where's the ne- where is there an Ethiopian restaurant around uh, here? I drive. Oh, okay. And on a Friday night at 8.30, there was no one in there, and boy, it didn't stop the, uh, the waitress from giving us the you crazy white people look on multiple occasions throughout the <laughs> evening. We ordered the coffee at the wrong time. Lou mispronounced one of the entree. I, she just thought we were nuts. <laughs> she should expect that. I thought so too, but there wasn't anyone else in the restaurant, so she was probably just feeling snarky. Yeah, she was up on her. <laughs> but she was other, overbrimming with scones. So, I mean, aside from the fact that you have to pick up the food with bread, um, Ethiopian is a wonderful dining experience if you have not done it before may have to indulge that it's it's very fun 
do that on my Asian market trip someday, which I've now threatened to do about eight times. And still oh, yeah, whenever done. you want to go to the Asian market. I'd say every week. Okay. I have to put it off another no, week. I, my whole life has been like that. Like, last week was crazy. So... Okay, so so with my uh, lack of compliance, I was actually doing good. Did two trips to Miami this week. Um, That's too many. Oh, God, boy, is it. And uh, <laughs> I was really good. I packed, like, all my primal snacks. I had, like, my nuts and my seeds. And, uh, you know, I didn't get my, my, my usual donuts that I get on my Miami trip. <laughs> um, I ate, like, a salad that had seafood on it at the sushi place. Didn't even get any rice. Uh, it was really good, but then, um, you know, by 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 the end of all that and still having a four-hour ride home, I was like, screw it. I'm getting the sweetest, most ridiculous Starbucks I can order <laughs> because I have four more hours in the car. <laughs> and what did that work out to being? What was your poison of choice? Well, I ended up getting a cinnamon dolce latte, and it was not as sweet as I was expecting it to be. So maybe they were the primal food gods were looking out for me. Excellent. Yeah. But um, I, so I did notice, like, as I was introducing non-compliant food, even though it tastes good, like, all the GI problems, like, start going, like, immediately. Yeah. Like, it, like it's almost, like, instantaneous. As soon as you finish swallowing, you're like, my stomach is going to hurt in doesn't, three, doesn't two, want this. one. Oh, my God, I feel bloated. No, it's, <laughs> it's magical. I, uh, I basically, I, I for... Uh, for my part of this, my compliance has been somewhere around eighty percent, mm -hmm. probably. Which I, is which is all they expect from you. I, I slough the target zone. Yeah, I, I slough off in the afternoon, in the evening. But um, no, basically, at any point, if I eat something that does not fit within the diet proper, I crash almost immediately. Yeah, I start like I start getting like bloated and like my stomach's just like, oh, yes. why'd you do this? I to just me? have to take yes. a nap. See, I yeah, I don't, I didn't get that. On the, I only, yeah, I've only had one meal that I've actually broken on, and I did not get that. Like I said, it was like I felt pretty good, and then it was f like, usually I eat constantly, uh, like every ten or so minutes I'm snacking on something. Same here. Um, it was as soon as I had that pizza, I was done for nine hours until I went to bed. That's pretty good. So that's I have noticed that that. It has been easier to go longer periods without eating because then I went to a UFC event, which is about eight hours on Saturday, and I ate a big meal before I got there. I did have like one snack when I was there. I got an empanada. It wasn't very big. And then uh, and then we, we ate dinner later once we got to our destination afterwards, and I was pretty okay, like the whole... You know, eight hours of the event. Was your heightened awareness uh, kicking in at the UFC event? Um. It Were you was, more in it? it? Well, it was, but it was it was initially was a social anxiety. Like I said, because my hyper-awareness turns <laughs> just, into... Just boils over into... It just boils over into to panic. So I got panicked because <laughs> as soon as I walked into the event, all of the people I could have known who would go to an event like that were sitting within two rows of me. Without planned that way? Totally unplanned. Excellent. The, the Reebok shills were, were the first two rows in front of me. Like, the other couple from the gym were, like, two rows. Of, I, I So I immediately started panicking because I'm like, why is there people I know at this event? <laughs> <laughs> and your confidence in jujitsu calmed you down sufficiently to allow well, you I had, to enjoy I had, it. I had eight hours to work through the, the you know, the issue. So what I did is I went and said hi to the, 
two people like right from the get-go to get it out of the way <laughs> and then i basically just hid behind columns when the other two walked by <laughs> on that note any other physiological phenomena that either of you want to discuss that have cropped up in the um, last week it's funny because I'm, I'm excited to get like back on track i actually do like eating this way um yeah it's totally I, fine i really do like eating this way and uh I don't know if you had subscribed to the meal plan, but I've been, I, I don't, I, I subscribe to like a meal plan. So like every week I get like a recipes for the whole week oh. and I don't follow all of them, but uh, it is actually kind of exciting because I usually will pick up like a handful of them that are, you know, within my tastes and uh, within my, you know, like pantry. Yeah. What you happen to have around. Well, yeah. What I happen to have around. And uh that's actually kind of helping me keep on track, too, because I get excited to see, like, what kind of new food I have to make for the week. Sure. And uh, so far, the stuff's been pretty right on. So I, I, I'm excited to get back on track because I do, I do like eating this way. And um, it's just so amazing, like, how different I feel if I'm not eating this way. Like, like yeah. the, the, the junky food, like, really does make you feel junky. Oh, and it's it's one of those things. I um, every time I I eat food I'm not supposed to now, and I the same thing happened to me on Furman until I uh, until I got off of it far enough that yeah, it just disappeared. To, yeah, you have to like but, ride it out so your body readjusts but, again. But it's like I don't even actually enjoy the food. It's just like I feel I feel obligated to indulge a vice, and like it's not even a pleasurable experience. I'm just like. Like today, I ate about half a bag of zebra popcorn, and it was good for the first, let's call it like four handfuls. Um, by the time you get to the bottom of a Costco-sized bag of zebra popcorn, oh my god, it's just not fun anymore. But the problem is that because I have committed, I have this mentality with food, and this is what has made compliance quite difficult. Is that I had plenty of stores of food left in my pantry. And I basically have a, a tacit philosophical understanding with food that that is not leaving the house unless it goes through me. Yeah, well, I, I'm suffering from that a little bit, too, because I I'm have... I'm not a... throwing good, unquote, good food away. Yeah, and I, 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 I totally feel you on that, because I, too, had, like, a rather well-stocked pantry when we jumped into this. And, uh, you know, I still do have some of that stuff left. So, like, you know, when I made my coconut bar snacks... I was supposed to use unsweetened coconut, but you know what? I already had sweetened coconut in the fridge, yep. and I'm using that before I'm buying any more. So, yes. I, you know, so there, I, I've been making some concessions to that uh, that sense, it's, too. I also have a lot of rice in the house, and God damn it, I wanted some rice, you know, earlier in the week. I managed to bury the rice a little bit, but my, <laughs> the, the thing I'm running into that's really stupid about this is that I'm actually probably eating more of that stuff than I normally would. Because you're trying to finish it. Because I'm trying to get through yes. it. Yeah, is... that's, I got all that done the week before I started. It was like, okay, everything in this pantry has to go or it's getting thrown away. So I was having like two bo like two boxes of mac and cheese, <laughs> like a couple bowls of rice. It's a good thing you eat all the time. Four mm. scoops of ice cream. <laughs> but Jacob, I mean, the, <laughs> whatever damage that's doing to your body, besides you haven't uh, you haven't felt the pick me up. No, see that's it's one of those things that I realized when I was doing this. But I have kind of I don't think any like many people are as okay with eating basically anything as I am. 
I'll eat a PB&J for lunch and dinner for months at a time, and it won't bother me. See, like, I do, I've gone full elitist on it. I do all my shopping at the farmer's market on Sunday, and I make the same exact lunch for a week. And it doesn't bother me. I would go to I'm a totally farmer's cool market if there was a decent yeah, one if, around Yeah, if here. they grew vegetables here, I would buy I them. Pretty, I was pretty stoked the, uh... The dairy hipster was there because there's a hipster who owns a organic grass-fed cow dairy farm. Oh man, that's awesome! That I actually drive past when I go out to Ventura, so Throw I bought a, beer a couple cans blocks. Out the window. <laughs> as long as they're uh, the the Sierra Pale Ale. So so I bought some uh, organic grass-fed cheese. So that stuff's pretty good. That sounds good. But yeah, I for like it's super easy for me, and I don't get. I don't have cravings for that food. It's real weird. I just kind of flip the switch and I don't think about it. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> I, I don't feel like I have cravings either. I just have a basic obligation to eat the food that I have around the house. But see, like I said, but then you know, like you don't have to buy that stuff next time. No, I'm not yeah. buying it. I just yeah. have it already. No, that's and I and like it scares I said, me in the face every goddamn time I open the pantry. I have I have a little bit of that problem too, because I mean, like I have enough flour sh and sugar and stockpiled chocolate chips to make like Christmas cookies for an army. All at once. Like, I have all that stuff in my house right now. I mean, you and mom. Mom keeps trying I, to connive me into making more cookies, and that's not that's not something I want to do. That's not something. My house is equipped that I can make any type of cookie at, like, a drop of a hat. And as many as humanly possible, like, in one. I mean, maybe you know, one of the most session. stark things that's occurred to me in this diet is just how much of the food in mom and dad's house is garbage is, is non-compliant with this like somewhere around 97 percent. and then i think it. that that's what yeah. i spent my entire life eating growing up <laughs> and it explains some things not everything not but everything. maybe some things yeah. <laughs> although i think i was pretty well adjusted to that kind of food because even on this diet i still have slight add i don't notice a big difference in that I don't notice much of any difference besides I can tell I don't have acid reflux anymore. That's based, That's pretty much the biggest difference between this diet and eating like garbage every day. Yeah, that's weird. My, I'm. It's the only difference. I, I feel <laughs> measurably better in a handful of ways. The most stark of which, which I don't necessarily think I can attribute to the diet, I almost think, and I'll get into this as a segue probably, uh, is the vitamin D supplements, which I've started okay. adding. Because because this, you know, Jacob's taking the holistic approach where he's not actually doing any blood testing or any of that stuff. He just wants to know, you know, if this is something he can do and if it makes sense to do. Nicole is going a little farther on that, but you're monitoring two people and one person has problems that maybe this will alleviate. A, yeah. So there's like real. So I've decided to co-opt this and be the nut here. So even though I've been negatively compliant on certain days but you're like the control i've moved into i'm like the anti-control now because i started i've phased in vitamin d supplements a generic men's health multivitamin and the fish oils are on their way so i've thought about i've, I've come close with the fish oils and i just okay. haven't crossed over with those Is i it do krill, take krill or fish oil it's fish oil because krill oil is hype from what i've okay researched okay Okay, I do occasionally take a multivitamin. I'm 100% convinced 
it just goes right through and I pee it out later, absorbing nothing. That's very possible. No, there's a really it's, easy way to tell that you're likely. absorbing it because your pee is Mountain Dew colored, which is great. Yeah, that's I do take it every now and again when I like if I realize at the end of the week, it's like, huh, I didn't have much diversity that week. I should make sure I'm not horrifyingly deficient in something, and then I'll take, like, a multivitamin. I'm not taking them every day. I'm, ta I'm taking those no, ones every other day. But the vitamin D thing, until I get my blood levels tested, um, just based on what Rhonda Patrick has suggested about it. And granted, she's a shill of the highest order every, when it comes to vitamin D. Everybody is deficient in vitamin D. But if half of what she Rhonda says Patrick. about it is true... Um, I'm definitely not getting enough. I spend most of my time in this house. I spend a solid four hours a day walking back and forth in the yard doing, like, taking care of my animals. So I actually yeah. get a decent amount of sun exposure every day. And I'm working on rooftops a lot, so I get some pretty good sun exposure. And, also. and I have stopped wearing as much sunblock uh, so that I can absorb more of the vitamin D. Because here's another thing. When I was young, I burnt myself one time, and I... For probably about 15 years, I did not go anywhere near sun unless I was slathered in uh, sunblock. I wore it on my face every single day, and uh, I'm realizing that that was probably overkill. Um, and I don't have to cover myself in sunblock if I'm just going to be, you know, in and out. And not going to be in a situation where I'm going to turn into a lobster. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. that's Or you could, uh, because I'm sick of being so pasty white... You buy a Speedo and you go down to the public pool and you hang out on one of the lounge chairs That's, and get your vitamin D. I don't D. know if I'm to that point yet. I'll probably start doing that once well, you have the a pool platform. Gets, what? You have a platform you could lay out on. I, I do, but we also have a pool that I'm probably going to start using now that it's probably warm enough to swim in. But uh, No, but the uh, the vitamin D, either that or the... Uh, the meat supplements. I had LASIK surgery a handful of years ago, so my vision was artificially improved. But since I started on this diet, my vision has once again noticeably improved. Uh, I have been having over the last four years, actually, like my vision has stabilized and gotten slightly better. Yeah, um, something something in this diet. I'm not sure what it is, but I'm I'm willing to believe it's the vitamin D supplements, just because of when in the timeline I took okay. them. Um, my my long range focus is substantially better oh, than that's it was. Good. So that's cool. Yeah, I'm still just over here crossing my fingers that I uh, I keep the vision I have. <laughs> <laughs> fingers crossed. I don't want that to go nowhere. And then the other overboard thing that I'm doing, in addition to the blood tests and the supplements, is I uh, subscribe for a 23andMe yeah. kit. Okay, that... that oh, you did get that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That, cake, that, that was really out of the blue, because if you remember our very first, you know, Better Living Through Steak podcast, you were scoffing at me just for doing any kind of documentation, and now here we go four, you know, four podcasts later, and you're now our supplement man. No, I know. That's the whole <laughs> that's the whole shtick, is that... He's the heel. No, I know. I have to make the full turn. And now I have to overcommit, and that is what I have done, at the cost of about one ninety seven fifty five. That's the other reason I don't get too heavy into supplements. Yeah. No, said, no, no, no. The supplements. No, okay. the supplements. Part of the reason I'm doing them is to see if there's an economical way to do them, because if you are not careful about it, they get really expensive. Yeah. Um, the lar the most expensive supplement that I've tried, which actually you do, is kombucha. Oh um, man, I know. 
That stuff is not cheap. No, it's not. But it's full of B vitamins, <laughs> and it tastes delicious if you're into that. No, it's I, it tastes perfectly fine. And if it's better than a soda, I would rather drink it. But I mean, it still has a, a small amount of sugar. But I think like the whole container has like eight grams. It's like it's four not, grams a serving or something. It's, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's, it's just that at two fifty to three dollars a bottle, I don't pricey. know that I can. I don't. That's that's unconscionable for me as a frugal individual when it comes to this, but the supplement just, stuff's actually not as bad just as I think, expected. Just think of all the people who drink a Red Bull every day. I know, they're all idiots, <laughs> and I don't want to pay that money for even stuff that's comparatively good for me. Like, there's stuff I can spend $3 a day on. Like, that's See, I figured, a thousand bucks a year. Uh, I figure I, I balanced it out, though, because, like, you know, I spent... I quit drinking soda when I was, like, 16, so, like, you know, I haven't been... I usually just drink water. Like, it's pretty boring. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm making up for some of that frugalness in the you earlier built up half. the budget, the, yeah. uh, the beverage budget. Yeah, so I finally found a beverage that I'm like, okay, I'll drop a few bucks on this one a couple times a week. <laughs> yeah, I just... I mean, I don't, I don't... Would I like to drink one every day? Yes. But, you know, I, I'm, I'm not even that ridiculous. Like, I grab, you know, like maybe four of them when I go to the store. And when they run out, like, you know, I get them again when i go back to the store i'm not like obsessive about it like i go few yeah. days without them sure i have my uh my splurges at the farmer's market out here there's a juicer guy <laughs> who i always get a apple kale spinach and ginger smoothie out of him nice he makes me a 16 ounce mostly kale and spinach smoothie i had my kale smoothie for like today. six bucks and it's really freaking good. So kale. You get like That's a half a gallon. That's I have not crossed. Ka I, I, I don't blend any of my vegetables. I eat a lot of kale. I'm just, I'm just going to throw it out here. I, and I have been for a long time. Like, I don't, I, I don't know if it's making me a better human being, but goddamn, I consume a lot of that stuff. Kale has to be, like, just first day fresh for me to not find its taste completely repulsive. It's it's special. I eat it in the form of kale chips a lot, added smoothies. I also saute it up with garlic and lemon and ginger to hide how <laughs> awful it tastes. It's all sound terrible. And I do this. And this is coming I, from someone I do who's this taken at least three to five times a week. Yeah, and this is from someone who has taken up to eating broccoli sprouts. Broccoli sprouts aren't that bad. They are so. Bitter, holy crap! To when you just salad, like when you great. no when you stab into your salad and you real and you bite into it and realize I got nothing else but broccoli sprouts. <laughs> the closest, although the closest I get to that is Costco has a experimental. Let's throw everything people consider healthy salad bag in just like does it have the arugula in it? Yes, it has. It has. Your kale, your spinach, your root, every, again, everything that is mildly cruciferous that someone yeah. has said, this is amazing at some point in the last eight years. They just threw that all in one bag. Yeah, that's that's basically what my salad looks like. It's actually not I, bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's basically a spring mix with a shitload of uh, sprouts. I'm into radish sprouts right now. We're really good. Um, and then a bunch of cucumber slices. And that's lunch. Gotta throw some kale on it. I throw mushrooms on it, but I throw avocado. Have you on thrown it. a whole cabbage on it? Um, not a whole cab. Oh, jeez, I have a cabbage in the steamer. 
I should probably go get that. I'm going to make a note. And, and on that note. <laughs> yeah, that's no, fine. We can keep going. It's been in there. We didn't even smell it on the way in, so it can't be that bad. So, yeah. I have noticed that things that usually aren't sweet, like when I had that Hawaiian pizza, it was way sweeter than I remember. Like, the dough tasted sweet to me. The pineapples were, like, crazy sweet, and I could almost taste the sweetness from the ham glaze. And I think that's due to the fact that the sweetest thing I eat now is a bar of 90% cocoa. Uh, I have two squares of that before I go to bed, um, and I couldn't find it they were out of it because i bought all of it so i had to buy 85 percent, and it tastes like milk chocolate to me now that's not bad i made a bunch <laughs> of my my delicacy which i've augmented with zebra popcorn is um i made some dark chocolate truffles because they're so rich i can't eat more than one of them yeah uh and that does that does the only job that i need done on my mouth is the inability to continue eating because if I'm given the option, I will continue to eat. I, I, I've, yeah, I've, I've seen that. Yeah, you'll just like keep eating until yeah. the food's gone. Yeah, no, I, that's, that's, that's why I don't have any more zebra popcorn. <laughs> All right. Well, I have to get rolling real soon here. Rolling. So, very good. So, um, yeah, I'll be, well, this, I'll be back on compliance next week. Like I said, I was a little disappointed <laughs> myself, yeah. but I tried. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm still, still, I'm still, I'm still at like 99. I'm still like 99%, just like one meal of pizza. Uh, this upcoming week, I am going to do a fast day, though. Yeah, Lou I'm gonna see how Lou's that goes. real interested in uh, in working in some fast days. Like, he's definitely interested in that part of the diet. I still don't. I'm still a little leery on that one. We're yeah. just going to have, can we have a coordinated fast day? Yeah, we could. That would be exciting. <laughs> yeah, and no, stupid. I'm, mine's either going to be Wednesday or Friday. I'm not sure which one. Depends on when it worked out. Mm. We can give that a shot. All oh, right. the, okay, so oh. the one other note is uh, I have been trying to do this listen to your body thing, which is also part of the primal blueprint. Like, And it goes to, like, you know, like the stuff Jacob does, like triathlon. Like, putting all that extra stress on your body really isn't that great. So you need to, like, listen to your body. And if you're tired, you don't want to do stuff, don't force yourself. So um, I didn't go to jujitsu last week because I was, like, <sighs> really... I had, like, a long week. I had a lot of animal stuff. I was doing a lot of running around the day. And you call yourself a blue belt. <laughs> no, I'm not a blue belt yet, but I need to get back into the gym this week if I hope to get there. Um, but I, I took the week off of jujitsu to let my body recover because I felt exhausted. And I, I listened to myself, and I was like, I don't need this extra stress. I will take it on next week when I'm feeling better. I did the exact opposite because Jacob said that running a five-minute mile is really hard. And he was right, but he was right in a way that I um, I had anticipated, just not to the dire degree. How do you not hurt yourself running that fast? You It takes months and months and months and months of training. Like, I can, it's... I can, I can hold on to that pace for a quarter of a mile, but the odds of me massively hurting myself are so That's high. That's why you're not supposed it's, to do that stuff. It's Yeah, it's at, it, like, as soon as you break a uh, five-minute, 30-second pace, uh, it starts to become painful unless you've trained. Like, uh, it, like... It just it just feels dangerous. Like yeah, it's well, it is it is on a treadmill. It's very dangerous on a treadmill. Like it's like most of my energy isn't in. I mean, granted, I'm spending a lot of my excess energy making sure that I'm breathing enough. But 
a lot of that energy is going into making sure that my footfalls are not about to roll my ankle. Yeah. And no, that it's... seems very possible with someone your your size. Oh yeah, no, it would hurt a lot. Yeah. My body, I have I've spent a lot of time at six foot four. I've gotten really good at not falling over because it's fucking not fun. Yeah, no, it's when I when I exercise, my my limiter is uh, the thing that is hurting is not muscle tissue, it's connective or cartilage. That sounds healthy. And then I stop. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, I'm going for a five minute mile. It's gonna happen, or I'm going to paralyze myself one way or the other. We're gonna we're gonna make this happen. It's that's not that's that's not part of the primal blueprint. It's not. It's part of this additional step. You're hope. like, yeah, the anti-control. Yes. <laughs> That's five-minute miles are hard. <laughs> it, takes, it takes a lot of dedication to get that fast. We're going to find out. Well, I, right. got, I got about two months out of my blue belt, so I got to get back into a BJJ this week. I got to get back to running and eating but less supposedly... chocolate caramel popcorn. Well, now that you took care of that problem, just don't buy anymore. It is over. It's so over, and man, can I feel it right now. <laughs> and I'm just going to keep cruising along until... I'll probably do it Friday. I'll do a fast day on Friday, right. and then on uh, our check-in. You're wrong. We'll see if I died. How, how long of a fast? 24 hours. Just a day. Just a day, 24 hours? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Some people do 16, some people do 18. And... Well, there are a bunch of pussies. We're doing what? 24 hours. What, so you hours. wake up wake up early, go, I'm not going to eat today. Well... I'll eat tonight. It's nine o'clock. Yeah, it's nine o'clock. And those hours I'm asleep That's totally That's what the Muslims count. do. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, so I'll do, a, I'll do a full 24-hour fast just to see if it's any different because there's no way. That is one thing. There's no way I could have fasted before this. I'll see if I can fast now. I probably still can't. I mean, Again, I, I think you'll be surprised at how easy it actually is. Yeah, we'll see. I'll see if I can work myself up there. I'm not quite ready for a fast on Friday, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll tell you how it is and see if I can scare you off. Oh, no. No, like I said, Lou, Lou is down for uh, for uh, incorporating intermittent fasting into his regime. Um, I'm not quite sure when we'll start, but he's definitely, that's part of the, there was a the hot regiment there. He's, he's interested although he's, in. Although, if he's in on this diet, we should get him in on this podcast so I we know. can see if he's... Uh, experiencing anything different than we are yeah i'll, I'll try to get, i'll try to get him in next time it, it has to be earlier than this though <laughs> well we can do it on the weekend next yeah time. or whenever jake when do you have off weekends okay so yeah on the weekend okay I, that'll uh, be the next check-in anyway okay well we'll tr see what we have it, it would have to be a little later in the day on sunday because um all right we can arrange the scheduling we'll later have to figure it we out. gotta okay we gotta wrap this ish up you can just edit that out no i won't edit any of that out Nicole and Jacob, <laughs> thanks for being on for Better Health Through Steak Part 4. Looking forward to Better Health Through Steak Part 5. Looking forward to the wild-cut trout I've got sitting in my fridge for this week. Sounds good. Good morning, everybody. If you want to join us and tell us about your travails into the world of attempting to feel healthy, uh, feel free to join us on the forums at actualgarbage.net. Thanks for listening.